Natasha Tuwissen, your host here on the Happy Messy Mind podcast. When I was growing up, I hated my life and myself. I thought it would never get better, but it did. I worked hard and created a life I'm proud of, and you can too. I created this podcast for us to share our messy stories and empower each other to embrace our messy minds and find our joy. Let's get into today's episode. Everybody and welcome back to the Happy Messy Mind podcast and happy Valentine's Day if you celebrate. I am personally not one to celebrate. I just don't really believe in the concept. I think if you're if you have love in your life, you should celebrate on a regular basis, on a daily basis, not just on one particular day. But if you do celebrate, I totally respect that and I wish you a wonderful day full of love. I did think, however, that it would be only appropriate on Valentine's Day to record an episode about dating and relationships and I've had this idea for quite a while now and I've been working on it and planning on it for a while and just kind of collecting research and knowledge on what to talk about in regards to how not to fuck up a new relationship. This is a classic messy mind move and I would like to share any advice that I can to help some of you guys and possibly myself not to fuck up a new relationship when we don't have to. <laughs> so these are all the kind of reflections that I've done over the years of dating where I feel like overthinking can get in the way or assumptions get in the way or misunderstandings, miscommunications get in the way or maybe we could do more in terms of growing ourselves before getting into a relationship or continuing to grow ourselves while we are getting into a relationship. These are all things that I'm going to be talking about today. How to navigate getting to know, trusting and prioritizing someone new in your life, all the traps of overthinking, how to keep your self-respect and the importance of knowing your worth, but also knowing the other and recognizing the other person's worth. Assuming that you know the intentions behind a new person's actions, assuming you know their intentions, assuming you know what they're thinking or feeling, you really can't do that when you're getting into a new relationship with a new person. So these are all little landmines that we want to avoid treading on. And I'm going to try to help you guys and myself navigate through the minefield in today's episode. Ask, don't assume. So often we take one sentence or one piece of information about new people we meet and automatically attach all kinds of meanings, reasons and opinions to it without actually diving deeper into the subject. We prematurely judge and make up an image of this person without allowing them to tell their story on their own. We're writing it in our head based on our own past experiences and judgment. One of the main things I face in dating and getting to know guys is that I love to take pictures and semi-share my life online, as you know. I have hobbies that are centered around social media and sharing personal thoughts and stories with strangers. That often automatically, but I'd say falsely, puts me in the category of being phone-obsessed, self-centered, needing to take photos of everything, attention-seeking, not living in the moment or not being present. And this couldn't be further from the truth. But many may never discover that as they've already decided that I don't have the same values as them and therefore they're not interested in, 
me anymore. They've already put me in this box that connects with all these words, but they haven't actually asked me what my values are. Another example could be that someone well into the dating reacts unintentionally and cold during an argument. It could be that this topic really triggered something in them. It could be that they wouldn't normally react in this way or struggle to communicate healthily, but something about this topic caught them off guard. It's worth to be curious about this behavior rather than assume that this person is either a terrible communicator or doesn't have any respect for you. Don't assume that you know that this will be the course of all your arguments to come, talking about it and giving your person a chance to give you some insight to his or her thoughts, triggers, may really help you both to react and to reach a better understanding of each other and to reach patience between each other and thereby reaching healthier communication and less damage to your developing relationship. I do feel like asking and being curious about another person's behavior or values or thoughts is a way to not only grow your relationship stronger because anytime that you ask about something that you are wondering about and you may be assuming something but instead of letting that assumption be your belief you ask about it you are giving the other person not only the impression that you are willing to get to know them and that you're patient with them and that you're curious about them and interested in them it, it also shows them a level of respect that you don't want to assume things about them you don't want to judge them on things that you don't know anything about so it's also kind of already breaking down a lot of walls and barriers between you a lot of miscommunications help build up defense walls because you don't want to be judged. You maybe fear to be put in a box where you don't belong by the other person. So I think we automatically, if we don't communicate well with each other, if we don't ask, we automatically just build up these walls based on fear. At the same time, I think it's really important to understand that every single human being is so different and so unique. So just because this behavior that the other person is demonstrating at the current time might remind you of something an ex did or, or somebody you were involved with in the past and you've may, maybe you've been hurt in different ways in your past and you're bringing that hurt and those experiences with you into the new relationship but you can't assume that this person behaves or acts or reacts or thinks or behaves in the same way that the person from your past did because every single human is different. So that's why it's worth asking before you assume why this person did whatever they did, ask them, why did you do whatever you did? Or this made me feel that way. What was actually your intention? Because I recognize that just because I experience it this way just because it hurt my feelings this way that may not actually be your intention that may not have been what you were trying to do or where you were coming from with that I recognize that the way that I perceive it is not necessarily the way that you intended it so I'm asking you so that we can communicate about this so we can reach a common understanding I can understand where you are coming from and you can understand where I'm coming from. I think another point that is really important to add to this is asking, it doesn't mean 
pointing the finger or doesn't mean that you are demanding an explanation from the other person blaming them for things and for hurting you that that's not the point the point of asking instead of assuming is that you're asking for understanding in the behavior or whatever was said between you guys you are asking for a conversation about whatever happened where you both have the chance to fairly communicate where you were coming from and why you said or acted in the way that you did it's not a means of war between each other it's a means of working together as a team i think that's the main point that i also really want to get across when it comes to asking rather than assuming. I kind of view it as if there are two ways that you can go, especially when it comes to new relationships where you're still getting to know the ins and outs of each other and you're still getting to know the communication patterns and the communication skills between and the communication styles between you two. I think if you start pointing the finger and you start asking in in the way that comes across as attacking or blaming, the other person, as I talked about before, is immediately going to put up defense walls and the more walls you pull put up the harder it is going to be for you to get through to that person so then I think you can either go that way and you're just going to be throwing mud at the end and I think that's how you fuck up the relationship is when you start to build up those defense walls or you can start already from the beginning a pattern of open patient and totally neutral communication where you're asking out of curiosity you're asking to get to know you're asking as a teammate and you're asking for understanding between you two so you can work things out along the way and not build up those walls between you guys I think that it's really important to work on a pattern between you two where you feel like communication is safe communication doesn't lead to arguments or animosity or hostile energy where it leads to more love a stronger bond a deeper connection a deeper understanding of each other and ultimately it just brings you closer don't expect to have found mr perfect in a new relationship or in dating in general or in meeting humans in general, you have to be able to welcome and embrace imperfections, insignificant flaws. It does feel somewhat ridiculous and almost unnecessary to even have to say this, but nobody is perfect. And I think almost all of us already know that. I think it's so clearly embedded into our minds now we've heard it a million times we know it logically nobody's perfect everyone has flaws yes of course we all know that but I do want to make this point because I do think that when we get to know a new person or we become interested in a new person or we meet a new person let's say on a first date or in the very beginning phases of the relationship you are so blinded by your initial impression of this person you're so blinded by your excitement about this person you're you're so blinded by all the great things and all the potential that they're showing and I'm gonna point out this word another time potential potential that you see in them doesn't mean that that's exactly all that they are going to be they are still an individual person that you don't actually know especially in a new relationship there are tons of things that you don't know about this person that you're gonna find out 
little by little and some of those things you may not like. Everybody has imperfections, everybody has insignificant flaws and I think it's very important that we, especially these times with online dating and like swiping left and right and endless potential, we come to this like paradox of choice where we are always looking for something better and oh, okay, but this person has this flaw. Maybe if I keep looking, the next person won't have this flaw. No, they won't, but they will have another flaw. Like everyone has flaws. And I think it's so important to be aware of this behavior in the initial stages of a relationship to figure out, okay, what are flaws and what are imperfections that I can live with, that I'm okay with, that doesn't change my perception of okay is this person a good person with good values that align to my values and my lifestyle and my ways of looking at the world I think we need to look at the bigger picture and not focus in so much on small insignificant imperfections but I think it's just that tendency that we all have because there is so much option out there and it is so easily accessible to find people to date but we have to kind of corner ourselves in a little bit and maintain a healthy mindset when dating that everyone is going to have things that we don't like are these things that I care about no okay so then I don't need to spend any more time focusing on it be honest and true don't try to be things you are not and don't hold back on showing your own imperfections. As we talked about before, it's important to allow space for imperfections. That doesn't only mean accepting the other person's imperfections. That also means being comfortable showing your imperfections. Don't be afraid to disagree or face discussions. Be honest about how you're feeling and what you're expecting. The more honest you are about who you are, your actions and how you're feeling, the stronger are foundations you're building. Plus, I'm almost 100% sure that your person will build a ton of respect and attraction to you through this. Even if you say or do things he or she may not want to hear, in the end, we all know how it feels to know exactly what the other person feels and the reasons why they do certain things. Not having to overanalyze and wonder give you such a peace and trust in your person which allows you to enjoy and appreciate them even more. And as I said in the very beginning, open communication just grows your bond and your trust even stronger and it really helps strengthen your relationship. I think it's a huge mistake in the beginning of a relationship to hold back on how you're really feeling or who you really are. I think it's a mistake that a lot of people and a lot of us make even unintentionally somehow because we just want that person that we're interested in to like us back or we just want things to be happy and we don't want to cause a conflict of any kind or we may be worried about what happens if we do cause a conflict. But how are you ever supposed to find out if the person that you're dating is truly the right person for you and the right person to build a strong healthy relationship with if you are not expressing how you're truly feeling or what you're truly expecting or what you're truly wanting or who you really are balancing your focus i think in the beginning of a relationship a lot of us spend a lot of time thinking about if the other person is keeping up their end of the deal and bringing to the table the things that you're looking for and the values you look for but we have to keep in mind, are we putting in that effort too? 
A relationship is a give and take and you can't expect the fire to keep going if one of you is blowing cold air on it. If one of you isn't putting in any effort, how is it meant to continue? I don't know if it makes any sense, but my point is that we often get so caught up in how much the other person is giving, compromising and willing to work for it that we forget to put in the same work. We forget to reflect on what am I putting into this? Am I willing to compromise? Am I compromising? Um, how much am I giving to the other person to show that I care and that I'm willing to put in the work? Self-reflection is so important. If someone is trying to figure out if you're someone they can see themselves with long term, they also want to feel safe, cared for and able to express their needs and thoughts. They need to see that you are as able and as willing Another major way we can fuck up a new relationship is when we forget about ourselves. So this next point is called don't forget yourself. Just because you've entered this new unity with your person, it doesn't mean that you should just throw your old life overboard. I personally believe that it's almost as important when building up a life together that you keep working on your own individually. You are still an individual person with your own thoughts, goals and hobbies and you can't forget about that just because you stepped into this new relationship with a new person. Along with the self-reflection I talked about earlier, I also believe it's really important to keep improving and growing as an individual. I think you can share your personal growth with your partner, discuss it or show it. And I think it'll build your bond even stronger. I think the person is there by your side, supporting and cheering you on anyway, but you have to do the work alone. And I think it's a big mistake that a lot of us make when we get into a new relationship is that we just throw ourselves completely into the relationship we give all of our time and all of our effort and all of our thoughts to either this person or the relationship itself and we forget about ourselves we forget all the things that we were focused on before we forget about all our ambitions and goals and dreams or all the the self-growth that we still have to do I think no matter where you are in your journey no matter what you're currently going through, no matter what kind of person you are, you still have a personal journey to carry on, whether you're in a relationship or not. And I think it can be very damaging when you forget about yourself because a lot of things that you could be working on and that you could be doing to improve yourself and grow yourself, if you don't do that, you're going to stay stuck on a certain level and maybe the other person didn't throw themselves away when they went entered the new relationship and they keep growing and evolve against a person and eventually you're going to grow apart i think it's really important that you grow together and that you support each other in that journey that you allow yourself time for yourselves even in a relationship work with your fears but don't make them a part of your relationship this point is similar to the ask don't assume point but in this point I don't want you to necessarily ask your partner every single time you have a doubt or fear. Instead I think it's better to think about that fear, work with it and try to understand it and finally either dissolve it or bring it up. If it's a fear that's there for a valid reason, maybe your partner did questionable actions that caused you to have these fears, then I want you to bring it up with your person. But as said earlier, ask about it don't assume 
But if you have no valid reason to have this fear, which is perfectly okay, I think we all struggle a little with overanalyzing and worrying sometimes, maybe don't bring it up to your partner immediately, but also don't let the fear sit there and grow. Try to understand the fear. Where is it coming from and why are you feeling it? Is it maybe based on a past experience that has caused you some kind of trauma? Maybe your partner hasn't actually done anything to make you feel this way, but it's an automatic worry that comes up for you because you're scared. It may harm your new relationship by bringing up fears and worries that aren't based on any actual behaviors or conversations. It may bring your partner to feel untrustworthy and as if no matter what he does or she does, you will doubt them. It could make them feel as if they can't make you feel safe. It may even cause them to not feel safe in the relationship because they don't know where your head is at. They don't know if what they do with good intentions may suddenly hurt your feeling and cause you some kind of hurt. They don't know if you're in or out. I think fears is such a sensitive topic and I think it's very important to treat it with a lot of compassion and patience and understanding. So I think when I'm saying this now, you have to find your own balance in what fears do you work with? How do you work with them? What kind of fears do you talk to your partner about? That's all really up to you. But I think my point here is that if you allow every single fear that you have to come in and you don't consider and reflect on it, why is it there? Is it there for a valid reason or is it an, an overthinking or a worry that I have because of my past trauma? If you let all the fears creep in and move the relationship around, I think it's just going to cause a lot of cracks, especially in a new relationship. Allow it to rise in your own head. Allow it to be there. You can't reject the fear because it's going to come back if you don't work with it. But I think you don't need to bring up every single fear. I think it's that's also why I was talking about work on yourself within the relationship and take time to reflect on yourself. I think these are things that you need to work on with yourself. I know for me, for example, if I'm starting to build up something with somebody new, whether it's in dating or a friend or even in family, there's a lot of overthinking and a lot of fears that I have that are based on really traumatic experiences that I've had as a child or in my younger years that actually have nothing to do with this current person but I feel like if I would bring that up every single time it would just be unnecessary and it would make them worry about things that they don't need to be worried about and it would also kind of give power to my fears in the sense that they have a right to be there if I vocalize them and they don't have a right to be there I mean they they can come up in my head but I'm gonna crush them immediately and that's why you need to work with your fears and then if it is something that has actual valid ground within the relationship, then of course you need to vocalize it and have a conversation with your person about it so that you can make the fear again work with it. So you just need to figure out, is this a fear that I need to work with on my own or is it a fear that I need to work on with my partner? say that as a classic messy mind it is not easy to navigate new relationships with all the overthinking and overanalyzing that happened along the way so I cheer you on if you are going through this right now or whenever you are going to go through it I cheer you on I know you can do it just keep calm and reflect 
on your own behaviors and your own thought patterns. I think that's all we can ever really do as people and try to bring ourselves forward with patience and, and self-reflection. I think that's the best way to handle relationships with new people. Anyway, I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope it was entertaining. And as always, I would love your thoughts and insights or questions if you have any. So you can send me an email to happymessymind at gmail.com or you can send me a message on Instagram at Natasha Tuesen, N-A-T-A-C-H-A-T-H-U-E-S-E-N. I would really love to hear from you as always. Also, if you're whatever platform you're listening to this on, I would really love it if you gave this episode a rating and a review just to help me kind of navigate where can I improve and how can I optimize this podcast? What do you guys want to hear from me? As always, I hope you're having a beautiful day and I will talk to you very soon. Bye!